right. Over the weekend, I was reading uh, some online stories, one of them from the CBC, where several airline uh, passengers, specifically they've been flying Air Canada, uh, told the CBC that they questioned the airline's reason on why they were denied compensation for delayed flights. According to one of them, uh, she and her fiancé were flying... um, uh, on a canceled when Air Canada canceled their flight, uh, I think they were leaving Edmonton to to Montreal on Christmas Day. So she uh, puts in a compensation request for a six hour flight delay, and she should have been compensated seven hundred dollars. She knows this because that is the amount that airlines are supposed to compensate you with this new passenger bill of rights. Um, if it's a large airline for a delay of six to nine hours, and because her fiance was on the same flight and he he had his. Uh, stuff together before she did. He already filed a claim on January 1st and he received 700 bucks back. She is denied and she, the Air Canada replied that her trip delay was due to a safety-related technical fault that didn't warrant compensation. She said she was completely baffled because we were both on the same flight and uh, originally the reason they were given was that Air Canada sent them a text alert stating that the culprit was crew constraints. She's like, crew constraints? How did that all of a sudden change to a technical fault? Here to talk about it, Ian Jack. Ian, welcome to the show. You're uh, Vice President of Public Affairs with CAA, and I understand that you helped uh, craft this Bill of Rights. Yes, we did. We started working on this back in uh, 2014 when we went to the government and pointed out that the uh, European Union and the Americans had had not exactly the same system that we ended up with, but some fashion of, uh, of, of consumer protections for air passengers, and we had nothing in this country, and uh, we've been banging away at it ever since. Uh, we have a system, and uh, you know, as you've just highlighted, the question now is, is it going to work properly or not, and is the government going to do its part uh, in enforcing this thing? Are you shocked to hear these stories? I can't say that I am, unfortunately. I mean, you know, look, if, if to ta- I'll take the airline side of things for like 10 seconds, mm-hmm. and then we can crap on them. Um, but the airline point of view would probably be, you know, we have whatever they have at Air Canada, 10,000 employees or something, crazy numbers. Um, it's a very new system. It's going to take us some time till we get this right until we're reporting all the time the right reason for these delays. So ah. that, would be their, that would be their side of things. They'd right? say the text I mean, alert was just a, a, the wrong text alert. It wasn't crew yeah, constraints. Exactly. They probably have 14 of them loaded into the system and they would probably say somebody pushed the wrong button. And, you know, that probably is going to happen in the early going. On the other hand, uh, anytime you put in a new system of laws, it could be criminal laws, it could be some kind of, you know, gang-related thing in Toronto, everybody uh, who has an interest in that sits back and watches for a while and sees whether uh, the police, and, you know, my last example, or the government, the Canadian Transportation Agency, in the case of their passenger rights, is going to actually enforce them. And you kind of wait and you see, and if they don't, then it's like, well, I guess we just go back to the way things were. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need to worry about this very much. So uh, we're really watching to see this agency and whether they're going to take action. And, and I'll tell you, one of the big frustrations in this is that uh, the way this process is set up is that these are these are private cases. The moment you fall to the CTA, you disappear into their system, you may well get your money. They may well decide, uh, you know, these passengers were right um, and give them their money, but they don't publicize it. It's not like an open court where anybody can go and check the file. 
and you can track over time what's going on. So there may be checks, you know, being issued by the airlines as a result of this because because the agency says, hey, we caught you, you did something wrong. But we went in and we talked to the head of that agency just before Christmas, and we said, look, you know, this is not going to work unless you can publicize this, right? You know, justice, what is that old saw? Justice needs to be seen to be done, right? We need public publicized cases. The only way we find out about anything now is if somebody goes to the media. And that, again, doesn't sound like a great system to me, right? God, God bless the media. Yeah, because I, people are, myself, are they'll but. complain, but they're too lazy to, you know, call out to us. Well, there's that, I guess, right? Yeah. Again, we shouldn't have a system here where you have to go to the media mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, put yourself uh, on a website with your photo if you don't want to just to get justice, right? Right. So, we think the government um, absolutely needs to be publicizing some of these cases. You know, wheels turn slowly. It could take months. This is just not really acceptable. It's in the early days that you set the tone and you call out the airlines and you say, you know what, you may have 14 different buttons. You may have people pushing the wrong ones. Well, guess what? You need to train them a little bit better because this is the law. This is the system, and people deserve their answers well, one Ian, way or the other. It's also pointing to speed. Timing is of the essence, because her yep. fiancé, this was a Christmas flight, he got his, uh, he he put in his um, request to be compensated on the 1st of January. He filed the claim, and she waited for a couple of weeks, and she was given a different reason, and he, he's, like, counting out his hundreds. So this was another argument that we made uh, for the system, and but we need to watch and see if it's going to work because, you know, uh, if you're an air, again, poor Air Canada, but we'll take them again, right? If, you, if you're a, a frequent business traveler, you have uh, what they call status. You have your elite, elite or super elite. They take care of you. You are never going to get bumped. You're going to get compensated. You're very important to them. It's the people who take like one trip a year to go mm. visit their family or go to a wedding or go to Cuba or whatever. Uh, the, I mean, quote unquote, less sophisticated travelers that the majority of us, in other words, um, who need some help. Jack, right? I, I mean, that's what we said. Look, if you're if you're a frequent traveler, you don't have any worries. Right. Stuff, right? Ian, it's all the rest of us who do. Ian, I have to, unfortunately, I can't believe I, I got, I'm at a tr- racetrack here. I got 30 seconds left. But one of the things I was thinking about is when I was flying to Mexico, I was uh, checking in on one of the kiosks and it said, you know, would you like to put your email in or your text message in or your phone number so that we can text you or email you when uh, there's, if there's a problem with the flight. And I always, I got both directions. I said, no, are you kidding? No, we don't need that. I don't want to give out more information. Is this um, a lesson or uh, this story point to the fact that you actually should make sure that you do put in your email address or your phone number so that you have the proof in a text and you can go after them later? Yeah, absolutely. And when you get those texts or whatever, uh, take a screenshot right away. Super quick. I This happened to me uh, yep. before Christmas. I was flying to Vancouver. They sent me a text uh, saying that the uh, it was under invest- cause, under investigation. I thought, ooh, maybe there's some money in this for me. Right. And then it came back, oh, weather delayed or whatever. But they changed their story, right? And I think that's the kind of thing that people need to document. So unfortunately, uh, absolutely, they need to be able to contact you so you can get the information so that you can then file a claim if things go wrong. Yeah, you want to have something in writing and and if it's a text that's good enough ian thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it hey thank you kelly have a good day cheers you too ian jack is the vice president of public affairs with caa